Blog Talk Radio. Papa Didi, 
my Hollywood wrap up tonight. Also, the cocktail of the week is the cucumber margarita. I see red wine has hit a couple. <laughs> also, the kids are listening to last words. So sit back, relax, and get your favorite cocktail because that's what we're doing. And we'll be back with the hot topic. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and uh, the world famous cookie list. And of course, you can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 914-803-8306, or listen live at www.avajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at avajamaparty. Dignitaries and whatnot. We talk about everything. 
And he says, you know, that doesn't mean that I got to call the FBI to everything we discuss. But see, that's the way he twists us. Mm-hmm. He said, I meet and talk to foreign governments every day. I just met with the Queen of England and the Prince of Wales. Now, let me just stop and say he deleted this tweet and then re and then redid it. <laughs> because when he first said, and I met, met with the Prince of Wales, he spelled it like, well, like Willie, Free Willie, W-H-A-L-E-S. Oh, the Prince of Wales is W-A-L-E-S. He had it in there like you're meeting with somebody in the ocean, like an actual whale. And I guess somebody must have pointed it out to him because, you know, some people follow him just to bust him on stuff like that. So once he realized, oh, I messed up, he deleted the tweet and then retweeted it with the correct spelling. Mm-hmm. But the point he was making is that when I talk to people like that, you know, the Queen of England, Prince of Wales, or the Prime Minister from Ireland, we talk about everything. Should I just immediately call the FBI and and tell them about what we discussed? How ridiculous. That's what he said. He said, I would never be trusted again. He mm-hmm. said, uh, with that being said, my full answer is rarely played by the fake news media. They purposely leave out that part. I don't know what part he's talking about mm-hmm. because nobody's talking about meetings and conversations. We're talking about when somebody calls you and says, yo, I found out something about one of your opponents you might be able to use to take them down. That is very different from having a meeting with the head of another state or another country. But, you know, that's what he does, twist the truth. So, you know, of course, he got a lot of heat for what he said because in reality, even though he is immune from the Hatch Act, which basically says if you are an employee of the federal government in any capacity, Mm -hmm. that you're not supposed to accept anything of value, including information or a physical gift from a foreign country. Right. You're not supposed to. Right. But it does turn out, after I looked into it, that the president and vice president are exempt from the Hatch Act. I don't understand why that is. Interesting. But they are exempt from the Hatch Act. Everybody else, including his cabinet members and whatnot, Mm -hmm. are subject to the Hatch Act that says, Mm -hmm. amongst other things, you know, there's some stuff about you can't campaign for or against Mm -hmm. anybody. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole other story with Kellyanne Conway and what she's been doing. But anyhow, you know, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, for the Democrats, on the Senate floor Thursday morning, denounced the president's comments as un-American and disgraceful. Mm, mm, mm. But my question is, so what are y'all going to do about it? You have some people saying it's time to start the impeachment process. Uh Other people are saying, well, I mean, that's just Trump being Trump. What are they going to do about it? He blatantly (laughs) says, yeah, I take the information. I would listen. No harm in that. I I might tell the FBI, and I might not. Mm-hmm. Even though the laws and the regulations, rules, whatnot, say you're supposed to report that information to the FBI. He's saying, yeah, maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what else. <laughs> what are we going to do? We as a country, what are we going to do about it? Just talk about it, I guess, because this is not the first time that he has blatantly told you straight up, I don't give a damn about the law, 
the rules, the the process, whatever. I do what I want to do. And it seems like nothing ever happened to shut him down. So, to me, this is just another instance of him pushing the envelope to say, I'm going to do what I want to do, and nobody's going to check me. (laughs) What do you say? He's exempt. Well, he's exempt from the Hatch Act, but, I mean, where are the ethics? At some point, you know, whether there's a law or a regulation or a policy in place, at some point, it just seems like there should be something that says either morally or ethically, this is not a line you should cross. Right. I mean, that's just my opinion. But maybe that doesn't apply to him either. Maybe not. Maybe he says, screw ethics, screw morals. I'm going to do what I want to do. What do you think, Papa? Is they going to do Same thing with him. He does what he wants to do with his world here. My house is just, he's in for a rude awakening one day. I, I he, think it's going to bite him later. I think when he leaves office, he's going to run to Russia. That's <laughs> why he, he's talking back and forth with them. He's trying to get some hotels there and trying to do some transactions with them. He He's just going to run. An old girl, she's going to be gone. She's going to split, say bye. I'm tired of shenanigans stuff. Which one? Sarah? No, uh, his wife. Oh, his wife. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. So. Yeah, Sarah Huckabee is leaving. Yeah, that's a whole other chapter in head. I'm out. Of, I'm leaving. I'm going back to Arkansas. Well, they're going to be trying to run for governor. He's going to be doing something else. Well, they, he, they said that he was hinting at maybe she should run mm-hmm. for governor of Arkansas, follow her father's footsteps. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if Arkansas is crazy enough, I know. after you've seen the way she has lied for this yeah. man, yeah. if y'all are crazy enough to elect her, you deserve whatever you get. That's what I say. Yep. Yep. Just like the the character left uh, the Obama administration and became mayor of, what do you call mayor? New York? Oh, you're talking about oh, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, sorry, Chicago. Uh, what's his name? I don't know. Emmanuel. But he's yeah, a, Rom. He's a Rom joke. Emmanuel. He's a joke. Yeah, that's a waste. Especially after he came out after Jesse Smollett. Mm-hmm. It's just a joke. Like, okay. Alrighty. Had enough for 45. What you got over there, Pop? I got uh, the House panel is uh, the whole hearings on reparations for slavery next week. Um, wow. I don't know what prompted prompt that, but uh, anyway. Well, it's been a long time in the making, I think. Yeah, well, it's kind of a little too late now, you know, because it's a different, there's like 95 shades of black today, so if you do that reference. <laughs> yeah, okay. generations who after gonna, the fact. Who are you going to begin to give something to? Who's the, the true mm-hmm. black people that really... Anyway, the topic of reparations for slavery is heading to Capitol Hill for the first uh, hearing in more than a decade with... Uh, Writer, uh, what's his name? Child Nessie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coates and actor Danny Clover set to testify before the House panel. Mm-hmm. The subcommittee on the uh, Constitution, Civil Rights, and Civil Liberties is scheduled to hold uh, the next uh, hold it next Wednesday. It's stated purpose to examine uh, through open and constructive uh, discourse the legacy of the uh, trans-American slave trade 
its uh, continual impact on the community and a path to uh, restoratize uh, justice. Former Democratic Representative John Conyers of Michigan, longtime sponsor of the House Resolution 40, first proposed a measure calling it a study of uh, reparation in 1889, but uh, the bill was knocked down and uh, he had to go back to the drawing board there. Anyway, um, Texas Democrat uh, Representative uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, Resolution's uh, new sponsor, introduced it earlier this year and pushed for next week's uh, hearing. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said in February that uh, she supported the restoration study, not the money issuance, a study a topic that hasn't been the subject of the House since uh, 2007. So so they're not ready to do it. They're just going to study it. They're just going to study it. There ain't going to be no... Oh, boy. Really? <laughs> like I said in the beginning, it's just it's, it's too little too late. It's, it's just... You know, the, you got people... There's so many, like I said, so many different shades of black. You got people perpetrating. You, act, you got people acting white. You got people just... Everybody's just doing all kind of stuff anymore. There's no to find a true black person today or a person truly dedicated to the cause is hard, you know, because so many people are kissing ass for their own particular success. And once they make a dollar to rub against another dollar, they go to a dealership and buy a Mercedes or a Beamer or something, and they feel like they're an exclusive black person, so... It's hard, you know, it really is. I mean, who are we fooling today? You know? Well, I'm down for the cause, and I want my check. Yeah, well. Whatever it is, I want yeah, my I'm, check. I ain't going to determine. Yeah, you're going to determine, exactly. They, uh, I don't know. Um, the um, GW had determined that the um, slaves had built the university. Mm-hmm. So, okay, descendants from those slaves, okay, but how many of them, I guess, they're supposed to get something, some kind of kickback or something on their tuition. Mm-hmm. They pay something extra, and that goes towards um, that. So that's a targeted group of people, but how can you target every black and... If you're talking about slaves in America, mm-hmm. that is such a wide, right, wide topic. Well, that's why they doing their research or doing whatever, but you have to narrow it down, like what group of people, group of blacks you're going to give the money to, you know. And is it even money? <clears throat> is it even what? Is it money? You know, question. they determined reparations. Because you remember when it was 40 question. acres and a mule? Yeah, that's a good question. It wasn't money back then. Who was that who said 40 acres and a mule? Right. But I thought somebody said it before, but who, whoever it was, you know, I don't even know if that's even doable. So if that's True not that. the plan... If you're planning to do some kind of cash disbursement, right, right. what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Count how many black people there are currently and then divide it up into however much money is available? It doesn't say, like, what group of people or anything, Papa? It doesn't say? It doesn't break it no, down? No, not really. They're just going to talk not about really. it. And, yeah, where do you go? I mean, you know, which which group do you capture? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, they say they're going to do a study. Mm-hmm. So they're going to study the problem. Yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah, all I say doing like uh, they doing the majority of the blacks that helped build 
build this country, so to speak, or D.C. Well, or whatever. None of them are alive. Yeah. Yeah, so you're talking yeah. about the, the ancestors at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So that's what DW's doing, the ancestors. Yeah, I mean, that no, was like you said, a limited it. number of people. Right. So they had to figure it out. Then, or I wouldn't want to be doing that study. I, I yeah, <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, let's go to the line, see what the callers think about it. Caller, welcome to the Pajama Party Show. You are live on the air. What's your comment? Hello. 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 Go right ahead. Hi, this is Sandy. Well, hello. Hello, Miss Sandy. How are you all this evening? Not too bad. How about you? Oh, I had to get involved in this part of the conversation, you know, reparations. Come on with it. It's never too so late. Never about? too late, Papa. I I believe, okay, like uh, they're doing it, I think it's Georgetown that the, the the slaves that were sold so they could finish uh, or keep their school going so it wouldn't go under, you know, back when they first built it. They they found a way to find the descendants of those slaves and they gave them like free tuition or something. But there is a way to find the true descendants of slaves, you know, from this country. And it don't have to be cash. It could be, you know, no taxes. Hey, tax-free. You know, why should we be tax-free? You know, corporations are tax-free. We should be tax-free. If our ancestors help build a country, you know, without getting compensated, so that would be good. You know, it don't have to be a cash check or something, you know, but, you know, something that would compensate for all the stuff they did. And not to mention other things they did, like Tulsa, um, Oklahoma, you know, Riot and Rosewood, you know, when black people were doing well and had their own towns and, you know, were prosperous, they came and burned it down. They never got compensated. So it's a lot of compensation that still to be done, in, you know. So I think there is, I will volunteer to be on that committee. How about that? All right. That's a, All right. But that's one. Yeah, that's a good point, what you said, yeah. But they have to kind of narrow it down. Just them to talk about it. They're probably just going to talk about it for a good two years, and then where we're we, we going to go from there. But, um, yeah, I would write your congressperson yeah. or whatever and say, you want to be part of the committee? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I show our congressperson she would be good. Unfortunately, she don't have a vote in Congress since we're in D.C. But, you know, um, <laughs> you people in Maryland, y'all can do that, right? Y'all got Congress people that can vote. <laughs> Well, now. yeah, all the other states have representatives with a vote. Yeah. Right. That's the strange. So, D.C., you know, that's a whole other thing. We're the last colony, so that's that's a whole other yeah. separate issue. So That's true. But I love y'all's yeah. conversation. I just wanted to chime in on, on the reparations. Well, thank you. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah. Keep, all right. Keep okay. listening. Yeah. I all right. sure will. You all keep it up. All right. Thank all right. you. All right. So that's one vote for a volunteer. I know that's right. Look, I'll volunteer, too. Okay, that's two. I go in there and if talk. You'll take me. I'll, I'll go. That's three. Papa, you down? Uh-oh. You going to volunteer for the reparation committee? No, I keep putting get put on the spot here. He said, I ain't being part of that food. Okay, well, then that's three. We I, got just think it's, I just think it's, it's, it's too little too late. I mean, yeah. what, yeah. how are you going to, what are you going to serve? How are you going to serve? Even if you say that you dug deep to get someone in particular, but you want to serve 50, 60 people? Do you know how many layers and layers and layers of people 
that have been just totally dogged, yeah. killed, lynched, oh, no. abused, just just completely savagely, just you know. You're right. It I, I, I don't so deep. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what congressperson could begin to think they have some type of itinerary to? To open up anything, who are you well, going to leave out? Who are you going to give priority to? I was just going to say, I'd be curious to see where, where is the cutoff. Mm-hmm. But if where is the go start? Where is the say, beginning? Okay, go all the way back to the actual enslaved people yeah. mm-hmm. and then say, okay, from three generations and then that's it. Because if they think three or four, whatever the magic number, to say at this point, y'all were doing okay, everything was Please. cool. So you don't need anything. But see, my thing is, what was the catalyst to start this? Well, this has been an ongoing conversation for yeah, many, but, many yeah, years. Yeah, back when it was, back when they were, they were, they were the people that were alive, you know, fifty years ago or hundred years ago, mm. that you could really pinpoint something and go to, you know, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, the the early eighteen hundreds and middle eighteen hundreds is really not that long ago. But that's something you got to deal with in the in the forties, in the thirties, you know. So you can grab that area, grab that time. Now, like I said, you got so many perpetrated ass black people out here. You got so many people that done dip their shit in milk. And, but but somebody and, and has, been, all, has, has started this, and and you know, like we're saying, where is it going to go? Where do you start from? Like you say, where do you start from, and where do you end from? That's just a. Uh, that's just hard to it's figure just it out. It's widespread. Yeah. It's whitewashed. And then you got to look at all the gentrification that's going on. Nothing even looks like it used to look. Any places look. I mean, I've seen some guys on TV today who were in their 70s, these these brothers, early 80s, that were talking about how they were young kids together and they stayed together. They called the kindergarten club. Mm-hmm. Now, these guys was raised in Anacostia. Mm-hmm. And, and they're raised in the area now where there's a damn baseball stadium. Okay, so they can't even reflect on their own damn neighborhood. They done built all kind of crap to satisfy people with entertainment for jokers other than black. And it's just, you know, that's just an example of the mud that's been poured over top of the truth. Or the cement, not the mud, excuse me. The cement that's been poured over top of the truth. And nature, everything that had a good look, look at Harlem. What's black anymore? You can't even see what the hell you used to be. So how do you begin to try to fix up something when it's not even there anymore? It's not even there. Well, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what they come yeah, up with. Yeah, during the time when the time during the time when people were alive, they gave a shit. Now you got these young yuppie black folks trying to merge with these young yuppie white folks, and they all live in these little condos down, and they don't give a damn about nothing. They hit Google and they want to find out some shit. They ain't got a memory. They ain't got a phone book. They ain't got a damn thing I do with history. Everything's in Google. Pull it up. Not look it up. Pull it up. It's hard to find a phone book nowadays. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, it's sad to say that without using these services that they advertise to check your your genealogy and all that, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people could not even name their ancestor who was a slave. No, they give a shit. Because you just don't know. I mean, unless your family kept really good records and you can get that information, if you had to go back and trace your lineage and say, now find one of the names of your ancestors who was actually a slave in America, I can speak for myself and say, I couldn't do it. 
And that was there a while ago when that, can, when that But existed. I think a lot of people cannot. And that was a while ago when that actually existed and you could do it. But then over the last, I would say, 50 years, let's just focus on one thing in particular. Let's just focus on baby mama drama. Let's focus on that. Let's focus on a broken family based on illegitimate children that aren't even accounted for because Joker's was hit somebody on a, on a one-night stand, got pregnant, never seen a Joker again. You know, this stuff that this this has got to do with oh, you mean in terms of elimination, not even really. The, the, it already stopped with slavery. Any black person that goes back to check their uh, their status years and years ago, there's always stoppage point. That's mm-hmm. been documented. Always a stoppage point because at some point nobody cared, unless you're an exclusive family that got exclusive notes. And it still stops somewhere, you know. I mean, Alex Haley was able to do something and find something, but how much of that? How much of that was fabricated? And that was my point. But how much of that? How was, many of us can but, actually right, trace exactly. it back? And even in, even in Alex Haley's point, how much of that was fabricated to make a movie? Okay, you could think it's all true. You can believe in Kuta Kente and all that. Yeah, well, I thought the man laying on the moon was... Right, exactly. Sure, but a script has to be made, right? You know about scripts and writing and and, and, and features and chapters. and and, they're going to fabricate something. So something's going to be fabricated. I mean... I'm disillusioned. Hey, you you (laughs) can't handle the truth. I'm just saying. I cannot move on. But this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting to follow this though, just to see who they're going to grasp and you know. Well, did you see what did yeah. they come up with? We need to, well, not so much come up. We need to ask. We need to ask these people study. that's in charge or the ones that are pursuing this. What really is your end game? Yeah. What, yeah, really what, what is What is your end game? Yeah. What are you trying to yeah. find out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because half the people, and I'm not, I'm not putting it down and knocking it. But I just know where where we are as a people. You know, I just know the damn merry-go-round that we're on from the beginning. And I'm just trying to keep it real. But well, we'll, we'll keep up with it. Anyway. All right, well, let me get into this last story to finish our hot topics for tonight. Um, this is interesting. This is almost like a reverse discrimination. Twelve cops sued San Francisco to claim that they lost promotions due to bias against white men. Against white men? Mm-hmm. Twelve white men, San Francisco oh, now, sorry. think San Francisco police officers are suing the city, arguing they were passed over for promotion because of their race and gender. In San Francisco, remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the latest round in a conflict that dates back decades. Uh, 13th plaintiff, who is now retired, says she was um, denied promotion because she was a white lesbian. The lawsuit in San Francisco. In San Francisco, the lawsuit challenges a test scoring method that the city adapted in '79, and response to a lawsuit from a group of representing black and female officers who alleged discrimination in hiring and promotions. So they were talking about the test was biased and certain things like that. So it goes on to say San Francisco bans promotional test scores so that people who score uh, within a certain range or treated the same. Um, the latest lawsuit challenges that method. So the city has a long-standing practice and custom of discriminating against white males in the San Francisco uh, Police Department promotions to the rank of sergeant, lieutenant, and captain. Really? Mm-hmm. So they're saying that this guy, this this guy, Greg 
Mullinex um, said that in 2016, the department promoted three black sergeants, even though their scores were lower than those of 11 white candidates who were denied promotion. And then they settled um, a similar case in 2003, 1.6 million, um, but did not acknowledge wrongdoing. So if you're going to give up money, you're going to say that you're doing something that's not right. So, so wait. So who, 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 who is following the suit? <laughs> it's the white males, right? Saying that they're not uh, being, being promoted, promoted to certain ranks right. in the police department, right? And it's, it seems like a lesbian too. A white female lesbian said she wasn't promoted either. Now how is she getting the mix with the white men? Hey. I mean, to me, San Francisco, from what I know, mm-hmm. is one of the most liberal mm-hmm. cities in the country. Yeah. So I, I just cannot imagine that she was discriminated because she was a lesbian. Right. And it sounds like that they were promoting, quote, unquote, more blacks and females because of this um, thing here back in 79. So they had some kind of diversity quota uh-huh. that they were trying to trying to meet. That's what it and like. so the white males were right. getting mad. There you go. Saying, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, yeah. Even All though my people right. of color right. are getting jobs that should right. be ours. Right. Even though our schools were higher than theirs. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of just, you know, how you do stuff on the cusp or the bias or whatever. Right. Oh, okay, we're going to go ahead and promote her because she was close, but, you know. She was close, but she was a person of color. Right. So we're going to push her on up. Like you said, it had to meet their form. So is this a situation where we're dealing with white privilege? That they're mad because their white privilege didn't play? No, I think they're when mad they're because... It's really unfair. It's unfair because of, you know, the black people. Come on, Papa. He, he, he got something. He got something. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. So right. the issue is what? It's not a white privilege privilege thing. They're no. saying that it really is unfair right. based on scores. That's they're what saying like. they're going to get rid of these scores, then, then what, what? I don't understand. They weren't promoted like they should have been. So, um, you know. That's what they say. Right. They're saying blacks got promoted more than we did. Is it possible that they weren't promoted for other reasons? Like maybe they were jerk offs? Okay, Maybe they had personality issues. Could have been. I mean, I'm I'm just throwing right it out there. because when you promote, you know, it's not just the scores alone; it's other things that are um, included in. That. And that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. So you know, when yeah. you start making somebody, you know, of a higher rank, where mm-hmm. they have people below them that right. they have to manage. Right. You need somebody who has good people skills, right. good communication skills. But I think too. Um, I mean, going back to your privilege thing. It kind of could be because they're probably like, I don't want to take no um, command or no uh, instructions from somebody black. You know what I'm saying? That's hey. So is that the issue? Could be. You know. Maybe they're feeling like, I, you know, I should be the boss. Right. But 12 of them. White man together. in America. Yeah. I should be running everything. Oh, there you go. Back to that premise. The 12 men got together and said, look, something ain't right here. I mean, I guess if she was on another foot, it, it it could happen to us, you know. We, we could call files. What do you mean well, could happen? I mean, in our story since when? Sure, since sure, when? Sure. Since almost always? Yeah, sure. So now the tables are turned, 
and these 12 people are saying they ain't having it. Right. So, you know, what do you do? Well, I I, I have some advice for them. Okay, come on. I think they need to go and sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Or leave the police department, huh? Go sit down. Yeah, go to another police department. If the person over you now is a black man or a black woman and you think they don't deserve it, Mm -hmm. just do your job. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? Let your light shine. And when it's your time, you'll get yours. Right. They ain't going to look at it that way. Stop making demands because you feel like I should be there, not this person. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's something really legitimate, uh-huh. then I guess they'll get a financial settlement. Right. If the police department paid out before, they'll probably pay out again. Yep, yep, there you go. Okay. Well, anybody got any questions or comments what we're talking about? Hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. Um, tell those 12 men to go sit down. All right, now. Not sit down, sit down. Sit down, sit down. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with the hit it and quit. Yellow. Fire it up tonight, don't you dare move. Hey, right. this is Red Wine. Just doing a few promos for the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. You know how we do it. PJs only. No clothes allowed. And I was just trying to get this done. Hey, Real One, are you talking about the pajama party where we talk about hot topics, movie reviews, living for the city, and what's popping with me about DD? I know yeah, you guys aren't doing this spot without me. Carol with the Yellow Trump. Did you tell everybody that um, we, they can reach us at apajamaparty.com or call us live, 914-803-4306. Check us out on Twitter, and don't forget to kiss us. Okay, now is the time for me to sing. Oh, me, me, no, me, 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 me. We don't have to talk all that. Let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. So I'll be sitting right in the studio. You can hear their voice <laughs> in the mile away. Well, you have the bar. Uh, you can't get yeah. to the bar, Papa. What's up with you? You, 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 you can't get a little cocktail from the bar. Well, you should have took your headset because people can't hear you. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a night of controversy, obviously, uh, however you look at it. And this next story is the biggest controversy, the biggest scam wow, that I've wow. ever I ever heard of in my life. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyway. Come on, Papa. Uh-uh. Washington, D.C. renames a street outside NASA's headquarters, Hidden Figures Way. I cannot believe. Uh-uh. I cannot believe that the numb nuts, mm-hmm. numb nuts. Uh, what do you, who, who 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 approves this? Council NASA, people. NASA, well, I don't know. No, I not city NASA. Council has city to council approves this. So just show this how much knuckleheads they are for doing this, and I'll explain later. Anyway, officials in Washington renamed the street outside of NASA's headquarters after the three trailblazing black women who played an intricate role and getting astronauts to the moon in the 1960s, okay? Some story were uh, immortalized in a book and movie, Hidden Figures, okay? Uh-huh. As of Wednesday, 300 block of North, of, excuse me, the, the 300 block of East Street, Southwest, home of NASA's headquarters, would now be known as Hidden Figures Way. Lord Come on, Papa. What you got for us? All right. 
the the designation honors the 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 the, the designation it honors uh Catherine Johnson, Mary Jackson and Dorothy uh what's her name? Van 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 Han? Van Han. V A U G H H A N Van Han. Vaughn. Sounds like Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Dorothy Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, three mathematicians and engineers who were among the first black women uh, leading leading uh, to the, the uh, whole NASA situation and helped them pinpoint things and narrow things down uh, mathematically in order mm-hmm. to get people to the moon. Yeah. Now, and they're when saying how, uh, mm-hmm. how these people were depicted in a movie by uh, Taraji P. Henson, Janelle right. Monet, and Octavia Spencer. Okay, playing yep. the women in a 2016 movie. All right, and he's saying that. Now, here's the last line that's the whole scam out of all of it. In December, D.C. City's Council unanimously be voted for the renaming. Unanimously voted for it. Okay, now, nobody of any kind of intelligence or whatever can come up and say that we could do better than that. Okay, why would you name something Hidden Figures Way? After a movie. What yeah. the hell does that got to do with those three women? I know. Mm-hmm. Where is there what? Now, yeah. Where first is the of all, honor to first of all, the government has ten thousand. Uh, what do you call those words they put together? What proclamations? No, the? no, the words that you combine like. Uh, during my military days, they had the words like COMNAV SERFLANT, which means, you know. Oh, acronyms? Acronyms, exactly. Mm-hmm. They could not acronym these names together, you know? Hmm. Captain, well, I would the say the first name. name, the last name. You got mm-hmm. Johnson, Jackson, and, and Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Okay, now if somebody yeah. couldn't get together to try to put these names together, like. Joack Vaughn or, or something like that or some, what the what who you honor with hidden hidden figures the book the Not movie the Hollywood mm-hmm. because their names are still hidden and and, and, and Ooh, you have to understand too okay. that hidden figures one. is it was just a title right. that somebody came up with and 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 it was also what they deem a clever title because they used the word figure to represent mathematics. Come on now. And they use the and word hidden and they use the word hidden to show that these ladies were never seen, right. seen or heard and they were now but now to justify them you're gonna put the same shit that the movie put down as far as their little hidden They on the kiss it list. Well that's, yeah, that's a good that. point. I mean and now what if you didn't Counts see the movie? Them. What if you knew nothing about the movie? Yeah. What if you just was, you, you know, know would you would you climb from under a rock and saw that street name? Would it ring any kind of bell? Or would it give any kind? Would it give our children any kind of history or knowledge of anything? What are you gonna tell them? Go see the damn movie. It's, it's, it's like like you said. It's like um, um, Nanny Helen Burroughs Avenue. Mm-hmm. People always wonder who she is and what significance she was to DC. And now the name, they'll look up the name. You look up the name. So how in the hell exactly. you look up hidden figures? You're going to see, oh, the daggone movie. You can go movie. further, but then, like you said, Papa, the but name. But then you got some people that come out, these cynical asses. Well, you know, it's a time. We need to, well, you they know, I'm going to save all this. Oh, 
I'm going to say you all that again. Right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Right. There you go. Red wine is coming right in on how our asses got to. You might as well try Anvil to our feet and drop us in the damn river. You might as well put an Anvil on our feet and drop us in the river because we are so damn stupid that we will fall for anything. And we continue to fall for anything over and over again because it's premeditated. But you know what they could do? They could cover the cover their damn tracks. I say maybe the individual cities or states where they came from, they could do that. Name a street after these women. Mm-hmm. That way people will know who they are. You know, like if one comes from Memphis, that person put the you know, change the name or whatever the street, but you're right. But I am just saying, though, that at least they did try to acknowledge the contributions. Of, okay, you can yeah, stop whatever. with the violin. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. You know what? You know what? I don't know whether you're. I don't know whether you're being serious or you're just playing the role of 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 the average the average sucker. But uh, you know, it's so sad. It, it just go. Yeah. Well, be offended, honey. What do you want to go with that? What do you want to go with that offense? You want ice or mm-hmm. coffee? You want some donuts to go with that? I need some some. I mean, it's just this is the, we need to stop falling for anything. Yep, yep. And then for counsel to get up there and, and take the little cover off the street side, and everybody's out there. Hey, Quite sure the, the the quote unquote the descendants of those individuals probably like yeah. damn where the hell is my right. it ain't like and, 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 now, now here's another thing too it's not like these people uh, didn't exist didn't, no no it's not like these people have names that are so hard to Johnson and Johnson come on now Jackson mm-hmm. you could do something with that Vaughn Way or Jackson yeah Way Vaughn or, Jackson. Bam, yeah, Von Jack Johnson, Vaughn Way. I mean, it was yeah. long, but all we, these intelligent you know, council members. All right, I'll give you that. I'm you ain't got to give me nothing. I don't need you to give me anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not that kind of person. You don't have to give me anything. I'm, I'm taking saying, my shit from the beginning. I'm just saying, at least they tried. Because you came around with your with the common sense that should have been displayed from the beginning. Now you think you're giving somebody something? Not you. I'm, I'm not saying, saying me. It's I'm not me. You collectively. I'm talking about a race of people so, in general. Well, let's say giving praise to the to, to the movie and the book, not the individual. That's right. Yeah. The people who the the script writers and everybody and the people who came to that side they love it. Oh yeah. Because you have immortalized them. Yep. And push that what book. What happened? And that's the thought. You know what? Have. I got see. There you go again. We are the softest jokers on the planet. Ooh, we need to step up our it's game. That thought that, okay. okay. Well, whenever you get done doing something, manufacturing something, just don't put no sand. Don't don't sand it. And, you say it's the thought that can. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna move on to New York. Uh, New York has eliminated a religious exemption regarding those vaccination requirements. Remember, they had a major outbreak of measles in New York in the. Um, what do they call the community that, um, what are they, the Jewish people with the, the beards? I can't think of what they're called Hasidic. right now. Hasidic, thank you. That they were one of the main groups of people who were saying that for religious purposes, we don't do these vaccinations. Then they had a major outbreak. The whole city was starting to get, not the whole city, but it was a large, you know, infection rate. So anyway, 
Now New York has eliminated a religious exemption to uh, for the vaccination requirements for school children. Now, this just happened yesterday. And this is following a trend of states that are clamping down on people's ability to opt out of vaccination requirements. So the Democrat-led Senate and Assembly voted yesterday to repeal the exemption that allows parents of children to cite religious beliefs to opt out of the vaccines required for their kids to go to school. Now, similar, similar exemptions are allowed in 46 states, and some of the other states are now starting to look at theirs because they're not trying to have a measles outbreak uh, either. So now you've got hundreds of parents of unvaccinated children in, in New York who gathered at the Capitol right before the vote happened to protest and said that uh, it's an assault on their religious freedom. Some people were saying, if you all pass this and make it, you know, take away our ability to opt out, we're going to move. We're going to leave New York and move somewhere else Bye. where we can, ex exactly. And it was passed. Bye. So I guess New York <laughs> legislature said, you know, do what you got to do. Bye. But you're not going to have New York become a measles state. Right. Because of, you know, your re belief. And it's nobody saying that. We're not saying you can't have your religious beliefs. Right. But when it comes to risking the health of the entire state, right. we got to draw the line. I know that. So that's what's going on. And they're saying that, you know, it shouldn't, the, the, the restriction or them taking away the exemption should not eclipse the scientific evidence. Now, all the scientific evidence about vaccinations that, you know, what it does, what it doesn't do. You still have people saying, I'm not doing it. Those vaccines do this and do that. There's no scientific proof mm. of all that stuff. Right. But if you go online, depending on what you want to find, you can find websites that say all kinds of things about what happens when you vaccinate your children, just like you can find websites that would tell you the benefits of vaccinating your children. So... You know, now you're saying that they're saying that some people are claiming religious exemption, even though it's really not about religious exemption. It's just because of their misguided understanding of what vaccinations actually do or don't do. So this will be interesting to see. Is there going to be a, a, a flight of people leaving New York or the Hasidic Jews? Are they going to leave New York? Because if they stay, they're going to have to vaccinate their kids unless they start all homeschooling. Mm -hmm. You know, that's an option. But the problem is if you homeschool, what happens when your kids all go to the playground or go to the museum or whatever? Now you're still exposing them or yeah. they're, being, um, they're exposing other people mm -hmm. to a possibility of measles. So this is going to be an issue. Interesting. You know, I, I'm not saying you should squash anybody's religious beliefs or religious freedom, no, but when you start putting it. people at risk, uh -huh. you got to do something. I'm just trying to figure out where did all of this stuff come from? You know, people saying that, you know, are they not vaccinating because of their religious beliefs or something, or what is the deal? I don't know where it started. I'm not going to comment Uh-oh. <laughs> Papa, they ain't getting in there. Y'all drive me crazy, man. Y'all drive me to drink. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, 
just feel true. like, you know, everybody should have the right to believe well, you know. whatever you want to believe. But when it impacts other people is when it becomes a problem. Yeah, well, let me let me see someone that, if you don't mind me. I, I'm, I'm using up all my what's popping time come, come, here. Come on, come okay. on. But let me just say this here. Let me say this here. You know, and I'm not I'm not being cynical toward anything. I'm not being overbearing toward nothing. Okay? I just speak the truth. I really do. However. You know, a lot of people in this world today talk a lot of shit when it comes to what they believe in based on how they were raised. You know what I mean? Okay. And a lot of things have changed based on the the, the makeup of the world today. You know, and we have to, uh, no matter, I think the one thing that I really have learned to do in my life is, one, not be set in my ways, especially if I'm working around or living around people that are half my age. I have to stay lucrative for the benefit of trying to stay in the same pool with them, you know. Sometimes being set in your ways will will always have you, like, you know, you're, you're always an outcast, so to speak. And you may have all the intelligence in the world, but you're not going to be able to blend because you're thinking with one dimension. How many people out here, how many ignorant white folks, if you will, always talking about Second Amendment, my First Amendment rights, my Fifth Amendment rights? Half of them never read that shit to even know what the fuck it says. They just saying it because somebody else said it, and they emphasize it because somebody else emphasized it, and it's got them over all these years. I think the biggest thing that people know about is the Fifth Amendment. I think that's the number one thing that people actually know what it means and what it's for, and they use it for their benefit. But you can't even use your Fifth Amendment rights if you're the wrong color, you know, because if you choose not to say anything uh, in front of a cop at a scene or something, being a black person, they'll knock the shit out of you. What happened? Oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to exercise my Fifth Amendment right. Next you know, your lip is busted. Okay. <laughs> And this is the situation I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. But other people, you know, my Second Amendment rights, my Third Amendment right, you know, the, the bear arms, my Third Amendment right. You know, you're talking about bearing arms and what rights you have to carry a gun. But have you read that particular uh, right? Have you, have you read it? You haven't even read it. Probably but you speak on it. And I'm saying the same thing when it comes to people say my religious beliefs. Okay, well, now, when it comes to your religious beliefs, where is that in writing? You're, 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 whether you're Catholic or Jewish, it has to be in the documents of your religious group somewhere, in some book, in some headquarters, somewhere. Do you know this for a fact, or are you just listening to your 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 ancestors and everybody else before <laughs> you, your mama, your grandmama, you saying, and everybody else? Or is it documented? Yeah, and you listen to your mama or somebody that died of polio or somebody died of all these damn diseases that was preventable. Mm-hmm. Listen, all these people that are six feet under now that died. Oh yeah, my mother died when she was thirty-five of polio. Well, polio's been cured. Mm-hmm. These people died of stuff that, and the reason why you guys are continuing to get the measles and the mumps and the chickenpox and all that shit is because you're following the lead of the people that taught you this. This is the same thing when it comes to race. Every race around the world. Not only do they want to come to America, but they're also told when you get to America, stay away from those black people. That's common across the board. That's what everybody, black Americans, well, watch out for them. Stay out of Southeast. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> every, every right, everything yeah, has it. Yeah, everything yeah, has it. Yeah. Where people think that that particular situation, until it gets so bombarded, and like I said, I'm not going to elaborate. I'm going when it comes to what's popping tonight. 
I'm going to burn a hole in the damn wide open. I'm going to burn a hole. Let me get this last hit quarter so okay. we can get out of here. All right, but those are good points. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. All right. Woo. I done got hot now. All right. Cocktail. And fired up up in the shit. Get fired up. Okay. All right. Ex-Texans GM Brian Gain. Papa might know a little bit on this. On targeting black employees with firing. This is a former Texan security coordinator. He filed a complaint with the EEOC alleging that former general manager Brian Gain targeted African-American employees for termination through his tenure. He goes on to say, it appeared, um, and I believe, that he was targeting all minorities in leadership positions and was set to replace them with non-African-Americans. The former security coordinator, Jeff Pope, that's what he was saying, he was fired. Pope was told the team would be dismissing him on May 8th because he didn't have a background in law enforcement, um, and he wrote a complaint. And uh, Gain was was fired by the Texans last week after being hired in January 2018, um, but the team said his dismissal was not related to those allegations. Now, this is the NFL team, the Texans. Right. Uh-huh. So in the complaint, the guy Pope, one that was fired, who was an African-American, says he and other employees of the same race were being singled out and targeted. In short, every African-American in the building understood that, check this out, we've gone through this since the beginning of time, hmm. understood that not too, um, not too many of us could congregate. Oh, my that God. That's word. Congregate or be seen interacting with each other even during lunch because... It did not look good to the, quote-unquote, the powers that be. Because Master didn't like it. Right. That's Hope wrote in his complaint. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. He said, I believe I was discriminated against and terminated on the basis of my race and color. Wow. And this is the Texans. Yep. And the, the, the Pope guy, he's gone. And then the GM, he's gone, too. So, hmm. and, you know, that that kills me. We, we've dealt with that from the beginning of time when, when we went to the... African American Museum. We mm-hmm. saw that. Yeah. You know, so many blacks, I forgot what they called it, but so many blacks couldn't congregate in one area. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain states, they had a law um, prohibiting that. I mean, come on. It's yeah. paranoia. I mean, it, it, it is. It's like you can't get too many of y'all in one space. Because that means you, you're conspiring and right. planning and plotting. Right. And, and we're not going to have that. Right. right. So next. That's just crazy. Ooh, but you know, I've we never heard anything about you know, quote unquote whites. You have ten, fifteen teens congregating or whatever, or white individuals congregating. Oh, but that's fine. You know, and they're not a threat. They're not. You said the keyword. Too many of us together is a threat. You said the keyword. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments on what we've been talking about on this hit it and quit it. Topics, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. Woo! Gonna take a little CC because I need to freshen my cocktail. Okay. And we're coming right back with Papa Didi and what are we coming back with? Uh-oh. Is it living? No, what's popping? We're coming back with what's popping with Papa Didi. Yeah. On the Pajama Party Show, Friday night, all the way live. Be right back. Living just enough, just enough. Okay, but why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, was, I was talking about my little uh, 
Rolling one of my segments, one of my segments of uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you say ride me. Um, yes, sir, we ride tonight at 9. Pajama party. No clothes allowed. Kettle and red wine. Uh, step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my turn. Oh,
Mm-hmm. I think the Flintstones had a damn little episode where they said that with Wilma. <laughs> dun, 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 charge it. Mm-hmm. You know, but then all of a sudden black folks got a hold of that plastic. Mm-hmm. That's the worst damn thing we could have ever done in our lives. You know, me included. It makes it gives you the illusion that you actually have something that you don't have. If a credit card approves you for five thousand dollars, that's five thousand dollars of their money, not your money. That they're charging you to use. Now you could be respectful with it, pay it off like you're supposed to, keep the interest down, but now people get any way they can. And these daddy's cars now come with mafia, mafia interest rates on them. I mean mafia. Twenty one percent. 21 cents on a dollar. Ooh. Every dollar you spend is going to cost you 21 cents. Hell, won't we just round off to a quarter? Every dollar you spend is going to cost you a quarter. Now, whoever's getting the whoever's getting the, 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 the fallback on that is really getting paid. And then for you not to pay it off, and you get then you get late charges on top of that, and all this and that, and we're going to do a minimum payment, and all that, da 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 Every every show out here talks about it. Every financial show talks about it mm-hmm. over and over again. But that's just one aspect of it. And, and like I said, when we were talking about earlier, different things, you know, like that, hidden figures, you know, which has nothing to do with the movie. But people up there, the, the proud to be um, D.C. council people who are watching D.C. getting swallowed up like a fucking bear already. You know, with the gentrification and everything else that's going on in D.C., I think Bowser don't realize that her days is probably numbered, okay? Because all these developers out here that are changing up everything, once one of them developers get in office, it's going to be a done deal. I'm sure people that have been living in D.C. for maybe 20, 30 years don't even recognize some of these neighborhoods anymore. I wouldn't say don't recognize The neighborhood's never going to change, but they're wondering why... 30 years ago, the people that brought these homes initially, the hard-working, you know, old-school jokers, just got pushed out like it was nothing. Now everybody's over Prince George County or maybe in Virginia or wherever they had to go. They had to go somewhere, you know, and it's so – but nobody talks about it because people praise it. They call it, you know, uh, progress. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, it's progress, progress, progress. No, not really. You haven't talked to the people that, that, that didn't get the deal. They were behind their taxes, you know, or their parents had passed away, and they never knew what was going on with the house from the beginning, where the taxes were, until the white man or somebody knocked on their door and told them, and you're so behind, but we're going to give you 25000 and you're going to give And they said it's all these people lined up. Over and over again. You haven't, if you weren't a victim of the stories, you don't know the stories. All you hear is, oh, yeah, I heard they doing some construction over at such and such, such and such. And you see the trucks and all that. But you don't see the pain that came on before the trucks came in. And the people that got isolated based on they were just renting, they didn't own. Or they owned and their taxes were behind. And the thing, there were so many different constable reasons why they put the lock on your shit. And the people that failed, that, that failed from that, but the children, everybody else had to just get uprooted. Do you know what it takes to just uproot a whole damn area of Southeast? And I'm not even from this area. But for me to look, for me to be in a helicopter and look down at National Stadium, I'll be like, well, damn, what the hell was there before the stadium was there? 
But I could find some people that could tell me exactly what was there. And, you know, and that's just one example. I mean, look at Northeast Washington now. All these new, and now they're getting over on the very same people that are renting these places. Because they're not selling nobody none of these things. All these new buildings you see popping up around Northeast, around, you know, K and L and I and uh, in the lower numbers, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, M Street, all this up around here and there. Their place, those places are being leased. Mm-hmm. Big money. Yeah. $3,500 for two bedroom. Mm-hmm. People walk around in there like they, they just king yuppie. Might as put a big ass G on their, on their sweatshirt. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm gun ho for what I got here. I'm, I'm, I got the gym in here. I got the, I got all these luxuries. I got a nice rooftop. I got all this stuff. It's luxury, but you ain't, you ain't getting shit in return. You got a paid up rent book like anybody else paying rent anywhere else. You know, and you, 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 you know, but I don't know, but half of them, their parents may have money. That could be a write off for their parents. So you never know who's getting what and doing what, why. That's our problem. And what we were saying earlier about people not getting together in congregations, well, most of the time white folks don't put you in their congregation at all because they got totally different shit going on than you do from the beginning. They're not going to hip you to what they're doing. You may hang with that white girl every day, but you sure don't know what the hell she got back in Wisconsin. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, they could they, they could be manufacturing bull semen, making big money. You never know. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they ain't not telling you because the average person nowadays that got money, when they hang with their poor friends, they act like they do. They don't tell them they got money because they want to exist. They actually genuinely like these people. But they can't say my parents are rich back in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know, so we don't get the full scoop on things. The bullshit friendships, the secondhand stuff. I mean, I, I'm just saying, wake up, man. Don't don't be cynical enough to or uncynical to not be able to see the handwriting on the wall, or like Red Wine was saying earlier. How much do you hear black folks talk like that? It's what they're probably trying to say. Is that probably say what you're trying to say? Don't don't let don't analyze what you don't patronize what you think somebody is trying to do. If they don't have the balls to tell you exactly what the hell's going on, you know, but everybody's feeling that pinch now. People getting BS all day. Look up here in Virginia now, different places where they're building metro lines. They're knocking down houses, they're going through paths. Some of these white folks are jogging these paths. Mm-hmm. They're pissed off because their little jogging paths are being taken away. They don't give a shit. They're like, yo, we about to put the F train in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? We don't even talk about all these new tolls they're talking about. Oh, please. You know, and it's just... 30 and $40 to drive down Like I highway. said, be, why, be they're crazy. doing that because they'll put it in there and you'll put that thing in your car that'll read it and it'll take that chunk of money out like it ain't nothing. And, and you know, I'm just saying, and I'm not going to elaborate on it because if you got some common sense, you understand where I'm coming from. You're not going to give me no uh, high blood pressure. I give other people high blood pressure. <laughs> what I'm saying in a nutshell, and I'll close on this here, pay attention to what's happening. Don't be like them numb nuts that they ain't going to get their vaccinations and stuff, and now they're sending their unvaccinated germ-ass kids to school, infecting <laughs> everybody the fuck else in the classroom. Now your child coming home with some kind of crap 
because little Mary and Joey over here are, are just ain't got. And this sad part about it, the kids don't even realize why they're sick. No. You know. They're walking petri dishes. Exactly. Disease. And, and if they you don't if you feel it. like something is because of your religious beliefs, then read up on your religious beliefs and then look at the date and see when that shit was written. Okay. Because hell, if that shit was written back in 1850, it needs to be updated. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Okay.
That's in Walla Hella. Stop cackling. Walla Hella. That's in what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is going what on? Okay. <laughs> All oh, right. Boy. What you got, Papa? I got uh, two people convicted for tossing horse lubricant in glitter on top. <laughs> I ain't never heard this shit like this. Go ahead and say it, Papa. Why do we get this shit? <laughs> this happened in Portland, Oregon. Two, <laughs> <laughs> two Oregon protesters have been sentenced to five days in jail. Yeah, five days in jail. For throwing horse lubricant mixed with glitter. I ain't never heard nothing like On two police officers in protest. <laughs> the Monmouth County District Attorney's Office said the defendants were protesting against a rally which was organized oh, by right wing groups called the Patriot Patriot Prayer. Oh. Why they gotta put prayer on the oh. Why they gotta put the word prayer on the back of that racist shit, yeah. Oh, when the officers asked to see what they had in the two gallon uh oh, which was God. also which is equivalent of a fifteen liter bucket they oh, were carrying. God. Uh, Prosecutor said that um, Robert Marge and uh, Tangent Man instead sprayed a slimy spray on the officers and ran. Oh my God! Okay. Prosecutor mm. said the two attempted to fist bump in celebration after they were arrested and cuffed in the patrol car. <laughs> so they were still celebrating, whatever. Oh boy! All right, a jury convicted them uh, of harassment and acquitted them. Of uh, a harder charge of disorderly conduct. Okay. Now, what they're saying at the end of the story that uh, horse lubricant is, yeah, please a, explain. is a gel okay. used to clear the obstruction <laughs> of a female horse during the uh, <laughs> procedure when he's uh, before he inserts his member. In the female what? horse, they lubricate his oh, erection yeah. with what? horse gel before that. he inserts it in the female. This is called horse gel. Just so you know, if you're ever out shopping. <laughs> and they're out of KY, you can pick up some horse gel. Jar and uh, <laughs> Tanny Man. That's obviously a male and a female. They, they, must, they must have a farm. Oh, they must have a farm. They must breed horses. But not only do they have the horse gel, but they mixed it with gold glitter. See, they were planning so, some mixture. Now, they, first, of all, uh-huh. first of all, they had to be white because oh, if they were black, the cop would have shot their ass. Okay? <laughs> so they threw this glitter on it in the cop's face. And like I said, this this oh, my this gel is used to lubricate the male member of lubricate the horse. Lubricate the horse. Oh God! And so he can instruct. So they thought they would add some glitter to it. Yeah, they oh. must have a, a, a oh, reproductive farm for horses. Oh no! I hope they do, because otherwise, I'm wondering what their issue is. Yeah, they but, don't want to. Like I said, like, who just carries like, that around? Yeah, run out of KY. It is horse hmm. gel. Okay. Get yourself right. All right. Anyway. Well, that's the weird news. Yeah, y'all lighten it up for real. Huh? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Woo!
All right. I'm going to go right into my, uh, I'm just saying, I want to talk about <clears throat> when did ethics become irrelevant? Uh-oh. That's what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, you already heard about how Trump said he had no problem disregarding the law and behaving unethically with respect to, like, so many things. But this week, it was receiving dirt on a political opponent. Now, what it boils down to is his lack of ethics, which is interesting because when you work for the government, there's an ethics briefing that government employees have to review and sign every single year. Same stuff. I mean, it it rarely changes, but... Same stuff. They make you review this ethics briefing so that you understand as a federal employee what you can and cannot do and what can get you fired, etc. Okay? So I'm guessing Trump Trump must have skipped all of that because it, it seems like ethics are irrelevant when it comes to his behavior and not just him but the people around him. Now, there's been calls this week for Trump to fire girlfriend Kellyanne Conway because she has also disregarded ethics for her position in the White House. More specifically, the Hatch Act, which I mentioned earlier, which basically prohibits government employees from campaigning for any candidate. Now, this includes your White House staffers, but it excludes the president and the vice president, which I don't understand why, but that's how it is. But the purpose of the Hatch Act was to keep people in federal positions from using their position to sway voters in either direction for a candidate. However, Kellyanne Conway seems to think that she's immune to this requirement because she has repeatedly gone on TV, typically on Fox News Network, and campaign for various candidates. And now people in different watchdogs are calling her out and demanding that she be fired, but Trump is defending her, saying he's not going to fire her. He claims that she's just exercising her First Amendment uh, freedom of speech. But if that's the case, you could say that for all federal workers. And if that's the case, then what's the point of the Hatch Act? I'm just saying, when did ethics become irrelevant? Does it no longer matter? Uh, Apparently, because we got a person in the White House who sets the pace of do whatever you want, lie whenever you want, and don't worry about the ethics. So I guess that's just how, you know, the country is rolling right now. It's up to the citizens to hold people accountable. If we, the citizens, voted these people into office, then we need to pay attention to what they do. Pay attention to how they vote. Pay attention to the things that they say and the laws and rules that they disregard. And if needed, vote them out on the next election. Don't just let people just ride and keep riding and keep riding. If there's a problem, vote them out. But you can't do that without arming yourself with the information you need to educate yourself you got to check and find out how do they vote on different topics, things that are important to you. Look and see how did your representative vote. If they're not voting in a way that you want them to vote and they're not representing your views and your concerns, vote them out. That's what I'm saying. Elected officials are supposed to be the voice of the people. They're not supposed to be there to serve their own needs. If we don't hold them accountable, 
not only is it their fault for whatever happens, it's our fault. We got to hold these people accountable. So that's all I'm saying. This is Red Wine. I'm just saying, you know, ethics should never become irrelevant as long as we call ourselves decent human beings. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, just saying. you know, people need you got to stay on top of these people because you know you can't trust them to just do the right thing. Right. We've seen that time and time again. Yeah, yeah. So, that's all. Yeah. That was a good one, red one. All right, stuff is out of control. It's out of control. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party Show. If you want to join the conversation, you know what to do. Give us a call at 914-803-4306 and press 1. Call us during the break. Get in the queue. We're coming right back with Papa Didi and Living for the City. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the pajama party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to the pajama party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And we're going to go back to the lines real quick and pick up a caller, see what they have to say. Welcome aboard, caller. You're live on the Pajama Party Show. What do you have on your mind? Well, y'all live over there on the Pajama Party. <laughs> I want to All bring. right. Well, thank you. Me yeah. Hey, I'm just trying to keep it real. You are real. You're too real. <laughs> but anyhow, I just wanted to congratulate my dear sister Linda for her book that is published and is on the magazine and people are loving it right now. So Linda, for the bling bling bird, hats off to you and Quinas that magazine. Thank you for giving your time and letting us interview you. All right. Well we do appreciate that very much. Uh we've been and getting I'm, the word out. And I'm going back to listening to the show. All right. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for checking in. All right. All right. All right. We're going to switch over to Papa Didi and Living for the City. Mm-hmm. What you got for us tonight, Papa Didi? Well, like I said earlier, with different things that are going on today, how people are quoting different uh, their rights of different amendments that they haven't even, haven't even read, things like that. Now, but one thing I want to bring your attention to, and please be on the lookout for this. You mark the calendar, mark the day. You know, today is the 14th. Mm-hmm. All right, we're heading we're heading toward Juneteenth coming up here. Mm-hmm. So, so be aware of that particular celebration. Mm-hmm. Now, but I, what I want to say is, uh, they announced today that uh, uh, Sarah Huckleberry Sanders, 
is leaving at the end of the month. Now, what you need to do is is watch what she does and where she goes. All right, don't let her walk away and, and disappear into the night because she ain't disappearing nowhere. Okay, you got to understand that Trump is the kind of person that the election is around the corner because time flies. Believe me, time don't wait for nobody. And Trump has already lined up his ducks where he's going to line them up. And she's going back to Arizona, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, you just watch what, what what's in store for her. All right? She's going to lay low to get, get the thought out of people's mind of her. But I'm sure that she's going to be either heading up a huge campaign in that state because Trump's going to take it state by state. This is why he goes out on his little rallies and does his talking and does his thing. Because he goes to his rallies like he's going to a comedy show. He don't give a shit about nobody when he talks. <laughs> he says what he want to say, do what he want to do. Got a few behind him. He got his red caps in there. And they, they just, you to cultivate ignorance, you got to keep stirring it. And he stirs it well, believe me. And Huckabee, this girl, I ain't never seen somebody that, I wish she could speak for my ass. I think some of these sports players out here, these millionaires need her. You know, and when I say need her, I'm not talking about her as a person per se, but just her persona when it comes to speaking on somebody's ass. She can lie her ass off with the quickness. This girl can cover anybody's ass with the quickness. You know, I mean, you got to give her credit for for how good she is and what she does. She makes that ignorant motherfucker look good. You know what I mean? No matter what he said. No, he didn't mean that. He actually didn't mean, he said we didn't mean the, the bing, bang, boom, boom. Press conference over, you know? And them people leave out of that press room in the, in the White House not knowing they asked from a hole in the ground because she done manipulated the shit out of them. Straight up. But like I said, don't forget about her. Don't think she's leaving at the end of the month and she's, and, and Trump tried to downplay it so much saying, well, Sarah did a great job and she's leaving. She's going back to her hometown and, you know, Arizona and blah, blah, blah. And nobody paid attention to that. But like I said, believe me, that girl got too many guns and too many too much ammunition to go anywhere quiet. She's about to set up a camp for Trump somewhere big and major. So I guarantee you in the next three or four months, when you start hearing about things starting to build with this election, wait and see what she does, whether she runs for governor there. Because her father used to be the governor. So, like I said, watch out for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Don't sleep on her. Okay, all right. I think you're right about that one. She's a clicker. As they say, it's not on a door handle. Oh, heard that one. What? It's a Philly thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect the DMV to be down with some Philly. Uh. Okay. Anyway. All right. That is lit. All yeah. Right. But uh, other than that, uh, how y'all doing tonight? We're good. Uh-oh. I see how you doing. Uh, <laughs> as the elixir pours. I have not uh, had a drink all night. I pour a drink and they're flagging me. Uh, okay. Like we said before. Well, we're going to take a quick uh, CC break, and we're coming back with Kettle and the Hollywood Rapper. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show, Friday night all the way live. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the Pajama Party is on right now, right here, on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online 
at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on until 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Oh, boy. Uh, the, the stuff I got to go through, y'all just don't understand. It's all good in the hood. Uh, is it really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. All right, it's time for the Hollywood wrap-up. Kettle's going to tell us what's happening in La La Land. What's the celebrities doing this week? Well, who dropkick really? who this week? Uh-oh. Yeah, you know they did. All right. My girl's in the news. I'm going to get to her in last. Last but not least. Hmm. We got Chris Brown and Amika Harris. They're expecting their first child together. What? Well, Amika mm-hmm. Harris is. I guess it's his new girlfriend. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. The rapper is expecting his second child with Amika Harris, according to multiple reports. Their current relationship status is unclear. Interesting. Unclear. <laughs> but outlets wow. they are no longer together. Mm. Already? Wow. This was last linked to the Instagram model, uh, Anidia Marie. Ain't getting around, any. Neither Chris nor Amika have addressed the pregnancy, but people believe that the rapper has been hinting at the happy news on Instagram. You know, people give the information on Instagram all the time. Okay, okay. So we shall see. Their baby will join half sibling royalty, whose mother is Nia Kuzman, according to the star. He finds that being a father is a very humbling and clearly denotes on the five year old. Yeah, I heard him talking about his daughter a lot. <clears throat> I guess he's in her life, I guess, you know. But you got, you got too much baby drama mama going on. But that's why Rihanna got away from his ass. Okay. Um, Jihada Laurentis, that's the young lady that's uh, the Italian lady that does the um, Food Channel. She's had some kind of stalker after her. Um, really? Yeah, has obtained a five-year civil harassment restraining order against her alleged stalker. Jihada had in, in May filed for uh, one against a 49-year-old man named Aaron Adams. Oh, boy, who she claims to be harassing her and falsely claiming that he is her daughter, Jay's biological father. <laughs> this motherfucker, excuse my language, <laughs> is a nut, apparently. Okay. And this girl's almost, what? He said, that's my baby. In her filing, she said Adam sends her messages re- referencing the child and that she is concerned he will try to contact her. Jahada claims that in 2018 she hired a private investigator after receiving several postings from Adams from her website. She in, included in her filing some of the messages alleged from him. Okay. 
So he's in that. Yeah, truly. Mm-hmm. All right. He, he's just delusional. Yeah. I mean, one thing you're going after the star, and that's another thing you talking about the daughter. That's that sounds of. And that De Laurentiis family goes way back. Oh yeah. Because of yeah, her old Hollywood family. Yeah, because her, her grandfather um, was an old Hollywood, I believe. I yeah. Yeah. I don't think you want to mess with them. That won't, make, that won't mess with no gangsters. Mm-mm. Um, also, some movies to check out. Um, Late Night with Emma Thompson and Mindy um, Kaling. Mindy Kaling, she's getting out there because she's doing a lot of the um, DSW commercials. You notice that? Oh, yeah, I have seen her in the... Yeah, she, <laughs> she was sleeping for a minute, but... I think this is going to put her back on the map. So check out Late Night. Also, Rocket Man. They said Rocket Man is is doing pretty well. Um, Taron um, Egerton. He was in Kingsman and Robin Hood and the uh, movie Sing. So he's the lead actor in Rocket Man. That's the um, biographical um, movie about um, uh, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Penny. Penny. Okay. Anyway, my girl. My girl. MJB, Mary J. Blythe, will be honored on the BET's Lifetime Achievement. You hear what I'm saying, people? Lifetime Lifetime Achievement Award. The BET Networks announced on Wednesday the award will be presented during the 19th annual BET Award Ceremony, which will air live at the uh, Microsoft Theater in L.A. Go ahead, Mary. June 23rd. That's right. Get it, Mary. You know, Mary, she was in Mudbound. She was nominated for Best Actress for that. She didn't win, but at least she was nominated. Mm-hmm. And um, she also played in Betty and Coretta um, with Angela Bassett. Um, those are the two women because she played, one played Coretta, Scott King, and the other one played Malcolm X's wife. So um, I'm quite sure that movie's on, um, like, disc or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, our hometown girl, Regina Hall, will host this year. And she is on fire with movies like she played in Little, which came out this past April, and the new movie, Shaft. Shaft just came out today. Well, officially came out today, but it started yesterday. And I must say, it is off the chain. It was a good movie. You already checked it out. Yes, I did. Like I said, our hometown girl, she plays the lead, Regina Hall. She's teamed up with Samuel L. Jackson, which plays the... It's like a baby mama drama type thing, but it's interesting. Um, also, um, Jesse Usher, he plays the um, the son of Regina Hall and Samuel Jackson. And Richard Roundtree, he plays the father, which he oh. is, everybody knows he's the original Shay. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and he looks That's good. Right. He looks good. So he plays the father of Samuel Jackson. Okay. Yep, so. It was a great movie. You guys have to go see it. I mean, make it number one this weekend. That's all I say. Okay. All right. Yeah, I have seen Regina in those Old Navy commercials, too. She's rocking and rolling, isn't she? Yeah. But have you noticed she's the only one that's talking? Nobody else is saying anything. Yeah, the other women just smile and laugh. I know. I think one of them says, is there anything good here? Oh, okay. And then, or something like that. And okay. she says, no, I just come here for the, for the fashions or something. Right. Just to check people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out the clothing. Okay, that's my Hollywood wrap up. All right, well, thank you so much. Now we're up. To... All right, it's time for the cocktail of the week. You got for us, Kel? Yeah. I think next week we're going to dab in some brown liquor for Papa. 
uh uh-uh. But tonight, we're going to go into the cucumber margarita. Oh, boy. The only thing more refreshing than a margarita is one made with cucumbers. The cucumber-infused tequila also makes a great punch. So, our ingredients are salt for the rimming of the glass, ice, two and a half ounces of cucumber-infused tequila. Mm. Interesting. Yes. One ounce of fresh yes. lime juice. Yes. All right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> one ounce of simple syrup and one cucumber slice for garnish. So, step one. Wet the rim of an old-fashioned or margarita glass and dip it in salt. Let stand until dry. Fill the glass with ice. Fill a cocktail shaker with ice. Add the cucumber-infused tequila, lime, lime juice, and simple syrup, and shake until well chilled. Strain the cocktail into the rim glass and garnish with a cucumber slice. Mm. Mm. Sounds so nice Ooh, and crisp. La, la. Ooh, perfect for a hot summer day. Yes, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll like that, Papa. We got to get get some brown liquor up in here next week, so he'll be happy. All right. Okay. Don't be drinking. Always drinking that punk juice. See what I'm saying? Okay. Uh huh. All right. Well, since you want to talk about punk juice, oh, can you talk about these punks on the kiss it list and explain what the kiss it list is? Right. Kiss it list is a list of people that have showed they butt honey and done anything and didn't care, and uh, we're gonna put them on blast. All right. Okay, now. All right. Okay, let's blast them. What do you got? Who you got? I want to start off first with the D.C. City Council. <laughs> and that, that, that rainbow coalition, yeah. I don't mean that in a good way at all. Please. Uh-huh. Oh, about the hidden figures way? <sighs> yep, 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 yep. Oh. All right. I mean, you know, if I'm the only one that sees it like that, I, I'm sorry. But I'm telling you, you ain't honoring nothing with that. You honor in the movie. Mm. Anyway, they need to hang that in Hollywood, not in D.C. Well, now, well, now. Okay. That's a good point. What you got over there, everyone? I want to put those two guys with the horse lubricant and the glitter. Okay, I got right. it. Right. Jock him up. I don't even understand what that was about. Hey, you can't waste a good horse erection. Okay. Okay. You got to loop it up and stick it in. We're going to put them on the Also, I want to add Kellyanne Conway. Oh, man. Her constant disregard. And Trump said that even though she did criminal things, I'm not going to get rid of her. He's not going to fire her. I'm not getting rid of he her. Said, he said, that's my ace, boo. He even cold. said that even though she done some criminal things, I'm not going to fire her. Wow. How do you talk like that? He doesn't care. It's amazing. He's doing something. We are living. This is a free fall, anything goes situation. Mm -mm -mm. Also, this um, ex-Texan GM, the Brian Gaines, the targeting um, blacks. Yeah, firing black folks. Yep. Yeah. Nothing to do. And then that goes right in contrast with them white guys that complain about yep. they're not getting promoted. Well, they need to go one. Oh, yeah. They need to go a half a county over to the left or to the right, and you'll <laughs> see white folks being hired all day. Right. You just had to be in a place where people are honoring pro, pro-blacks. Well, welcome to our world. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. And say I just want to also add the people who refuse to get their kids vaccinated, oh. who feel like you have a right, mm-hmm. which you do, it's your kids. But you don't have a right to infect 
other people my religious because beliefs. of your beliefs. That's not cold. Yeah, if that's how you feel, you need to live in a cave somewhere, stay there with your kids, homeschool and do whatever. In the cave. If your, ki- if your kids are going to be part of society, you don't have the right, right. to bring disease and, and infection and stuff to other yeah, people. And quoting, that's not right. And quoting old Aesop fables of religious beliefs that are long gone by. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, now let's now let's go now speaking of kids, let's go even deeper in this. Now Mm -mm. I'm washing my car one day, Mm -hmm. okay? And I feel this little finger tapping my shoulder in the driveway. Mm. All right. This guy is with his two kids giving out religious pamphlets. Mm -hmm. And little kid gives me a pamphlet while I am busy doing something else. Now you and, and he was back like maybe 25 feet away. Mm-hmm. Now, why would you send your child, which was just, this girl was no more than five years old at the most, mm-hmm. and had a little pamphlet in her hand, a little something that said, you know, religious, you know, mm-hmm. to God be the glory. It was on the front of it, whatever. And I turned around, and I tried to be nice. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I swear I wanted to turn to her father, whoever the guardian was with her, and say, why the fuck are you putting this five-year-old child out to lead in order to promote your religious stuff? Mm. What is up with that? And you way back there somewhere. Yep. What, what is wrong with you? Going up to a complete stranger, tapping me on the shoulder. I'm saying, are you kidding me? Mm. With all the crap in the world, with all the crazy, looney tune freaked out motherfuckers in the world, and you're going to just tell your little child to go over here, hand him this little religious thing. You need to hold that child's hand while you come up to me and give me what you got to give me. Put his ass on the kissing list. Do not put your fucking kids out front when you're trying to sell your religious paraphernalia, whatever. Anyway, that pissed me um, off that day. Also, the crazy man that's um, stalking Jahada. Who's oh, yeah. is, is that my girl? Jada. Jada Jada. De La Rentes. Right. That's the Italian girl. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's uh Which the, one is the, the Italian girl. Is that the Italian one that you always say is involved with Bobby Flay? Is that the one Bobby Flay was talking about? Oh yeah, that's the one Bobby Flay was they knocking on. You always say that because oh, Bobby Flay was tearing that pussy up at one. Oh, he wasn't They done cooled out because it got out in the media, they were messing around, so he done withdraw the snake. Okay. And they ain't um, I have, no more, I have one more okay. entry. Right. I'd like to add all the people who are talking more about the the team that lost the NBA championship mm-hmm. rather than the team that won. Really? Yes. Oh god. I think it was what the Raptors won. Uh, and Steph Curry's team. I can't point. think That's of the name of the point. team, but they lost. That's a great point. Everything That's a great I saw point. today, they were talking Thank so you. much about Steph Curry's Thank team. And I'm like, I but they lost. I forgot all about that. I forgot all about that. I'm like, why is all this and, and I like them, to say, I like to say one thing. Won. You know what else I want to put on a kiss list? That damn Stephen A. Smith. Uh-oh. That jerk-off bastard can kiss my ass because oh, he was up there. See, you know, sometimes he's a commentator for ESPN, and I hope he's listening. He can kiss my ass four times. <laughs> anyway, he's in. he was in his little show. He's on a show called First Take, okay? Now, he's up there praising, praising, praising the uh, 
the Golden State Warriors, which is, this was game six. Now, if they would have won this game, they would have went back to the, the Raptors right, had them on right, the fence. Right. So if they would have won this game, they would have went back to Toronto right. to play the last game. Right. Now, when you go play the last game in, in anybody's place, that means they won more games than you did during the season. Mm-hmm. So they're the home team. Mm-hmm. So he's beefing up, beefing up, beefing up, and his partner over there was picking the, the Raptors. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they lost. Miss Stephen A. Smith says that, well, they lost because of the the, the, the injuries, because KD messed up. And then you got the other boy, Kyle, uh, I mean uh, – KD something. No, the other dude. The uh, I, I keep know. forgetting this guy's name. Not He's, because it was a better team, but because the other. But yeah, the other guy playing. got hurt too. Uh, the other three-point shooter. His name fails me right now. But anyway, Steve A. Smith says, "Well, they won. You know, Midas injury. They need to have an asterisk by their name because they won. Because now, 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 let's just let me just say one thing." So Stephen A. Smith can shut the fuck up. Excuse my expression. I only said it to make my story sound better. <laughs> now, first of all. Los Angeles Rams lost the Super Bowl because of Gurley, Todd Gurley, bad knee. So they were treating him very ginger the last few games of the season. So Gurley wasn't able to do his thing in the Super Bowl like he did. So they beat them. The New England Patriots beat them. Mm-hmm. Now, Stephen A. Smith, when New England Patriots beat them, you didn't waste no time putting your lips around Tom Brady's Johnson, Okay praising him on winning the Super Bowl, you didn't mention the fact that New England won the Super Bowl because he, because of uh, Ty Gurley being hurt on the Rams' side, but you got the nerve to say that the Raptors won because a couple people was hurt. They don't make a shit. They're all going to war. If a few motherfuckers get shot, then that's the way war goes. They lost, period. And like you said, Redwine, and I appreciate you bringing that up. I just want to praise and thank the Toronto Rat, the Raptors for winning that championship and knocking off them jokers over there in Golden State because they thought their shit didn't stink. They lost. God damn it. Go into the bowels of the world for a minute like a year. Like every other damn losing team, though. Go sit down. Hats off to the Toronto Raptors because I'm going to tell you right now, over in Toronto, you want to get a party on? Take your ass to Canada right now. They partying like a Okay. So All right. Kiss I just want to put that out there. Yep, I just want to put that out there. All right. Well, we got a prize for everybody on this week's Kiss and Listen. Kiss yeah. my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One of your host, Papa Didi. I do all the work here. I need to be making more money. I'm here with uh, Kettle and Red Wine. Well, hello. Hey, and bonsoir to you, Papa Didi. Put him on the kissing list. Yeah, really. Mm. He'll be the first one on next week's kissing list. We're going to put him 
What's you first, Papa? What's your last word? You know, my last word is uh, Juneteenth. Juneteenth is coming up mm-hmm. on the 19th of June. Mm-hmm. Okay, stay conscious that day. Do something productive that day. Do something that's open. You know, that was a day that, uh, well, they'd say they say they, 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 they put that day on it, but nobody actually knew what day it was in June. That's why it was called Juneteenth originally, and my father made me aware of this story, and he was born in 1924. I'm sure he has a little more knowledge of it. I do. God rest his soul. Uh, Juneteenth celebrated June 19th, the day that slaves were freed. And uh, okay, so Juneteenth, just go out there and walk free. Take your shirt off, take your brawl off. Go brawlers. Don't wear no underwear. Do something that shows freedom. Go brawlers and commando. Go brawlers and go commando. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, my last word. That's interesting. Okay, my (laughs) last word is cutting. I just want to say, you know, ethics should not be something that you pick and choose. When you are in an elected or whatever position, if you were given that position or you were elected, ethics should always be in the foreground, not in the background. It shouldn't be an optional thing. So all of these people like Kellyanne Conway and all who feel like, well, you know, I'm going to get on Fox News and I'm going to mm-hmm. put my pitch in to say, make sure you vote for such and such because he's going to do this and that and the other person is not. That is against the, it violates what the rules and laws are. I don't know if it's a law, but it violates the Hatch Act. Yeah. That was put there for a reason. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if Trump is going to just look the other way and say, well, you know, she was ex- exercising he her First Amendment right of free speech. Well, if that's the case, then how are you going to arrest all these people who put all that information out there about ISIS and all of that? If they're not, aren't they exercising their First Amendment right of free speech? But doesn't the government go and hunt them down and lock them up because they call them terrorists? Mm-hmm. I'm not advocating for them. I'm just making a point. Yeah. If you're going to claim free speech when you want, then it should be free speech across the board, or it shouldn't be free speech for anybody. It was good for the goose. Exactly. So I'm just saying, you know, cut the crap. Just cut the crap. That was sexy shit, real one. What you got, Kendall? Um, My last word is I want to get on the DC Go-Go thing bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Hey, bring it. Make sure that stays prevalent. Go-Go is a popular music Subgenre associated with funk that originated mm-hmm. in Washington, sure D.C. Now, in the mid-60s and 70s, it remains mm-hmm. primarily popular in the Washington metropolitan area That's as right. a unique regional music style. Let's keep it going. Right. Our man Chuck, he yep. started it, and we're going to keep it moving with that. That's my last <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> All right, now. We might, have to do a go-go. we might have to do a go-go. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, we have to do that next week. Yep, next week. That would be nice. So good. I like that one song where he says something about when the cops come knocking or something like oh, that. All right, oh, yeah. Man. yeah, that's a nice song. I, I can get it to that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we just want to thank everybody for hanging with us tonight. Yeah. Uh, thanks to D.C. Homegrown. Our lights are on. They pay the bills, keep the lights on, and let us cut up the way we do. And we appreciate that so very much. And thanks for those callers that called in, man. Yeah, shout out to the callers tonight. We appreciate you jumping in and joining the conversation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell a friend, like Red Wine always say. 
Yeah, share the wealth. Yeah, yeah. Hidden yeah. figures way, really. <laughs> Lord, that's already that's a t-shirt, Papa. That's I a t-shirt. pity the people who have, have the representation of the D.C. Council. Boy, y'all are. Led but you by. know, it'll be interesting if the, the actors like Taraji and um, Janelle Monae they come out and they say something mm-hmm. about it, like yeah, you know, the significance of it. I mean, it's great, but come on now. Well, let's get online and tell them. All right. In case they hadn't heard. There you go. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to get on out of here. We appreciate your time. Thank you for yours. And uh, we'll do it again next week. All right. Let me say one more thing. There's something I used to say in the Navy years ago. It was a saying that went, we the willing, led by the ungrateful. No, I got it wrong. Okay. <laughs> I'll work on that. Let me try one more time. Go ahead. We the willing, uh-huh. led by the unknowing. Are doing the impossible for the ungrateful. Okay. All right. We have done so much for so long. See, we are now qualified to do anything but nothing. Okay. Hey, it gets a little better now. I'm gonna work on that. Next week I'm gonna lay it on. It's strong. Yeah, I, I feel you. It's strong. Okay. It's strong. With, with, with the go go trippy, we're gonna do the day. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. Let's say goodnight. Yeah. We gotta get up out of here. We're gonna run to eleven thirty. Huh? All right. Yeah, we can make it up out of here. Good night, Paul. All right, good night. Good night, everybody. Uh yeah. Right. Just... Say good night, Jeff. Good night. Don't beat my Don't head in. Until next week. Yeah. See you next Friday, nine o'clock Eastern. We'll be here, won't you? Initiating yeah. shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, Aravadanti, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Rana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.